Welcome to Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast, a podcast to help you connect with your highest self that features episodes combining psychology, spirituality, and energy healing. Please welcome your host, Zandra Haas, a spiritual wellness coach, psychotherapist, and psychic medium in Boulder, Colorado. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast this week. Today, we are going to be focusing on spiritual awakenings. And before we jump in and I get all into the definition and examples and all that stuff, I want to let you all know that the word even in itself, spiritual awakening, it, the word is so small for such a big process that typically takes people years and decades and an entire lifetime to fully complete and integrate. I notice a lot of the time the idea of a spiritual awakening, people seem to think that it's that it's linked to one particular moment, right? Almost like we... Uh, like if I were to sit down and I turn the TV on and, you know, I woke the TV, right? It went from off to on. And sometimes it can feel like that when a spiritual awakening really, really hits into someone's life. But it is not just this typically one particular experience that just awakens us. And all of a sudden we're just awake. There's a whole dance related to this concept. So I'm going to give you my understanding and perspective, my own life example, and also give you a few other examples to sort of support if this is something that you've been going through. Spiritual awakenings can be called a lot of different things. I think depending on the different religions that have coined this phrase in their own way over generations, some people will connect spiritual awakenings to enlightenment or you'll hear the word nirvana or things of that sort but spiritual awakening in itself was even talked about by Carl Jung who was a famous psychiatrist actually who kind of mixed western psychology with buddhism in a lot of ways and in my mind, Carl Jung just basically said that a spiritual awakening is coming back to the original self. I love the word original too, right? Meaning our core self or in my words, soul essence. So coming back to this higher state of consciousness and awareness. And so a spiritual awakening typically connects with a very particular process and that process, again, can look different depending on whom it's happening to. So we imagine the spiritual awakening, right? Opening to our core selves, our soul, our innate self, right? All of a sudden you're aware of more things. You're connected in with your core essence. However, this connection, this coming back to that, that realization, that feeling, that movement that starts to happen in the body as it picks up this information or becomes aware of it or awakens to it, a lot of times it's triggered by a particular event. It could be 
Sometimes I've seen people have divorces or illnesses or mental health crises or even near-death experiences, things of that sort that all of a sudden it shakes up our entire world. It's almost like a lightning strike comes in and completely breaks down something that we thought was stable in our lives that shatters something, something breaks, right? A bridge in the way that we understand or know ourselves, some part of our structure that if we could picture a tree, it's almost like a lightning strikes comes, comes down and breaks off a part of the tree. And so often for people, a spiritual awakening before that glamorous process sometimes like oh i'm i'm awakened i'm spiritually awake right i'm woke or whatever you want to say there there's this kind of glamour that kind of comes with that concept and oftentimes though to open that awareness we have to change our lives i don't know if you've had this before but most people that are helping people in a particular way or helping people because it's been what they've had to heal in their own lives. That's why we are more passionate about helping people with something if we've struggled with it and gone through it. And oftentimes a spiritual awakening causes someone to have to do really deep work on something to heal something. And then all of a sudden there's this resource that comes through And I'll give you a little bit more of an example of this as well. But a spiritual awakening can look really different depending on the person. But most of the time, a result or a symptom of having a spiritual awakening, there are certain symptoms that people start experiencing or overlaps. A lot of it has to do with increased sensitivity, empathy, awareness your you, your eyes become more open to new things you might start having more ideas you might start having dreams you might start being like whoa i'm connecting with things that i never thought i'm asking questions you might feel really tired a physical thing when you're moving and changing your frequency and connecting in with spirit sometimes the body has to go through its own detoxing process and it can feel like waking up and really things not feeling right And in a way, that is the ego's judgment. If you've lived life in a certain way and then all of a sudden you have a spiritual awakening and that's premeditated by something difficult, it means that there's a detox or a destruction happening. And most of us are afraid of change because it means that something's dying. That means that we lose something. But that's kind of our conception, especially in more of the Western society or in the United States that you know, we want things to be stable and consistent all the time, but that's not how change works, right? That's not actually how spiritual growth works in order to build something, something else gets woven in or breaks down so that we can build something new. So part of spiritual awakenings can be certain physical symptoms. It can be a feeling of not feeling right. It can have a lot of existentialism, which can feel like anxiety or ungroundedness, A lot of questions around like, who am I? Like, why am I here? Sometimes this happens for people when they call it the midlife crisis around the meaning of life, right? Our purpose, what are we here for? A lot of those big questions can happen. And I also want to say that spiritual awakenings can also really, really be triggered by psychedelics in, in a huge way. A lot of people reach out to psychedelics for spiritual awakenings to kind of shake them from their normal reality to tap into different ideas or thoughts or creativity, right? Steve Jobs is one of the, you know, most famous people that kind of coined the microdosing because he said it helped him 
microdosing on these little pieces of, you know, acid, these tiny, you know, tenth of a tenth or however much it was to help him see things in a different way to be creative. Perhaps spiritual awakening is not what he was going for, what was happening, but he was wanting to shift and get out of his reality. And often spiritual awakenings breaks down our lens or the way we're seeing things for the opportunity to have a bigger and greater view on what's actually here and what the meaning is and of and in our lives. So I'm going to give you a little bit of some examples of spiritual awakening, starting with my own experience when my first spiritual awakening experience happened. And I've talked about this before on podcasts. I believe I was around 15 years old and had a very difficult experience where I was in my room very late at night reading a book and literally the book was in my hands and I had, I was reading, I put it down on my lap and kind of like rubbed my eyes and I looked down and the book was literally on my lap and it was like vibrating, right? Like the pages were moving, like literally <laughs> like moving and I was like, whoop, okay, maybe my phone's underneath it, maybe someone texted me, right? And I picked the book up off the bed, there's nothing underneath it looked over at my nightstand, there's my phone. And I'm like, oh God, right? Immediately the ego starts coming up with ideas as to why something is happening. And then I looked at it in my hands and started examining it. And all of a sudden this huge, almost like a gust of wind came up and these pages just started flipping and moving around. And my hand started shaking because it was scaring me. I was like, what is doing this? And all of a sudden I lost all control of my body. My body slumped back against my bed And all of a sudden there was a spirit that had invaded my space and I could see her and feel her in my mind's eye and she was talking to me. And I kept yelling over and over actually. And it took me years to remember what I was yelling and I was yelling in my head. I wasn't yelling out loud because I didn't have any control over my body, but I was yelling, I'm not ready over and over and over again. It took me a long time because it was such a traumatic experience of feeling invaded and not feeling in control and feeling very terrified Um, that I was weak, that I couldn't keep things out of my space. And so it was this huge catalyst moment where I realized there were spirits. I realized there were ghosts. I'd watched all these movies and been fascinated by that stuff as a kid, you know, had the tarot cards, but, you know, I didn't really have a full experience. It was this feeling or imagination. All of a sudden here was this physical thing literally shaking me out of my worldview. And it caused me to start studying these things and to start really digging into my emotional field. It created a lot of fear around not being strong enough in a lot of ways. And so I studied with teachers all over the globe to try and heal and feel stronger in my spiritual space. But it was this huge crack, right? Like a thing of lightning where I felt so um, broken down in a way, right? And, you know, luckily I had a support system that helped me explore those things, which I'm so grateful for. So this is an example, right? Very early on in, you know, child, teenager area where this big, huge thing starts happening and I'm left with the pieces to sort of build it up. And now here I am decades later helping psychic kids and psychic people and empathic people going through these things and saying, hey, I get it. I've got you. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to feel so confused and overwhelmed and excited and terrified and to have 
really high highs and low lows and have such intense sensitivity and not being able to work with boundaries. I mean, all these things that sometimes can be part of a spiritual awakening. So that's an example. On the other end of the spectrum, there can kind of be a slower progression for some people. You know, for instance, it might be more of an ongoing discomfort. Maybe you feel like you, ever since you were small, you're like, I don't know. I feel like I wasn't born into like a family that I could connect with, or I don't feel like I had the friends. I don't feel like as I was growing up, I felt like I fit in. I always felt like a fish out of water. I I never, I tried really hard you know, to fit in, to have friends. And maybe, maybe you had some, but it never really fit like, like you found your place in a way. And so there's always been this discomfort or this sensitivity or this sense of nothing quite feels right. So there can be kind of the slower progression of always feeling like something was off and not right. But again, even with the slow progression, there are usually bullet point moments around maybe all of a sudden um, when you're in your 30s, right? You're with your daughter at a park and all of a sudden she's, you know, maybe she's playing and you're sort of sitting and watching all the kids play. And then you look over into the field and you see someone standing there staring at you. And maybe they're in completely different clothing that doesn't match modern day. And they're just staring at the field. Maybe it's a man, you know, with a old hat from like the 1920s and a vest and he's dressed up and he's staring at you. And you're like, what is happening? And you, you're like, this is kind of weird. I'm going to Maybe I should grab my phone. You, you reach down to grab your phone and you look back and all of a sudden he's gone, completely vanished within a second. And you start questioning and saying, whoa, I just saw something. And you ask people and no one saw that person. No one saw that person. And you say, I think I just saw a ghost. I think I just saw something, right? All of a sudden you start seeing things. You start feeling things. All of a sudden there's certain clairs or clairvoyance right? Or claircognizance, or you hear things, there can be this fear around tapping into maybe some of the bigger etheric things that are happening around us, that some people that term themselves as psychic say they come in connection with all the time, but that's not been your reality, right? Maybe you have some of these spiritual experiences. On the other end of the spectrum, there's a lot of people that have um, clairvoyant or psychic gifts that have near-death experiences, right? Maybe they are traveling with their partner in a car and all of a sudden they end up getting hit with a really bad accident right and that person is carried off to the hospital and actually dies in the ambulance or in the hospital and then they actually come back right maybe they actually have the experience where they're like whoa I basically died and I came back but they can remember where they went when they died they remember having conversations they remember talking to people if you're a person that's interested in these things, there's a lot of books on near life, near death experiences or an experience where someone dies and comes back. Michael Tamora is one of my favorite teachers that has had many experiences and talks about what he experienced on the other side. So if you're someone that's gone through this or is curious about these things, I would check out any book by Michael Tamora. One of my favorites is called You Are the Answer as well. So again, you're kind of getting an idea. Sometimes it can be like this intense lightning strike, which it often is for people. You're left with this hole in reality, almost like someone ripped a hole in what you know as your reality and you can't take it away. You can't pretend it's not there. Sometimes it's a slow progression where there are still things that start coming through that change your reality, but perhaps there's always been something that's felt off or strange. Again, some of it can be 
divorce, illness, mental health crises, death, there can be this sort of pivotal moment that causes you to have to look at life differently. But what I notice is that when people are going through spiritual awakenings, whatever that person heals or starts learning about themselves or starts picking up the pieces and rebuilding something really beautiful in their lives, usually what comes out of it is this huge desire to help people do to what you've experienced. So it becomes, you know, for me, right, if we go back to my example, I love helping people get through these things because I've been there. I've been in the trenches. I've kept digging myself into the hole. I've been scared. I've been fearful. And I've also seen what the process is. Again, spiritual awakenings, you can have this experience, but it doesn't just mean the lights go on. It means that after you have a hard experience, you start going through the process of healing yourself and breaking down some of the really difficult things that maybe that experience showed you about yourself, right? So my experience having the spirit and feeling really afraid and vulnerable caused me to start reaching out and learning things and getting education and healing myself and doing all of this big work, teaching, retraining my brain, thinking new thoughts, taking care of myself, learning a lot about the somatics and the body, how many thousands of hours of meditation to really, really connect deeply with myself. When you go through a spiritual awakening, your outlook feels different. Your senses become heightened, but there is sometimes pain and discomfort about that process as you're going through it. It doesn't always feel easy and a lot of people think they're doing it wrong if they go through something difficult and they feel bad some people have a really really difficult time with it and so my advice if you're listening to this if there's someone in your life that you love that's going through a spiritual awakening or perhaps you've been going through one in yourself and integrating this over days or weeks or years it's a building process when something cracks open and shows you a bigger knowing. It takes time to integrate that experience. And a lot of people love awakening to the bigger energies that are out there because it gives a lot more meaning. There's so much meaning and love and deep, 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 easeful healing energy that is around us and oftentimes our reality doesn't reflect that back and so when you have a spiritual awakening and you can connect with your soul and that essence there's really beautiful information that comes out of that and you start living a life eventually that is full of more joy but sometimes there is pain in breaking down old belief systems or things that you thought of as you're moving towards building joy and that's why i said at the beginning a spiritual awakening can seem like this really easy, beautiful, vivid process. And it is, I'm sure, you know, after this process, you go through it and you're in your 90s, right? Or you're 100 or after you've crossed over to their side and you look back and go, wow, you know, so much meaning. But sometimes in the moment, it's painful. And so I suggest to you to really get people in your life, get the support that you need and also really trust yourself, your soul essence in your heart if you're going through this process as it's unfolding, trust yourself, trust your soul, trust your essence. It loves you and is on your side. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast this week. Please feel free to reach out if this is something you're going through and you need more support on a psychic medium level, if you're in Colorado on a therapy level. And as always, if you love this episode, please rate it so that other people can find it. We love, love, love helping people get to where they need to be and getting the support they need.
as always, sending so, so much love. Thanks for joining us this week on Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast. Make sure to visit Zandra's website, soulessencewellnesscenter.com to find more resources about how to transform your life. Zandra is available for private coaching, energy healings, psychic readings, and much more.